not forsake me, oh my darling, on this our wedding day. Do not forsake me, oh my darling, wait, wait long. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. We have three birthday salutes on this week's show for Louis James, Winky Tharp, and High Noon. Yes, the movie. And we'll also have a vocabulary lesson. He's been heard on the show dozens of times over the years, but I don't think he's had his own birthday segment. Until tonight. Yesterday, July 29th, marked the birth in 1892 in Dexter, Michigan of Louis Lyman James, one of five children born to traveling clothing salesman Luther L. James and his wife Catherine. He studied engineering at the University of Michigan, where he was also a record-holding track star and member of the Glee Club. He received an appointment to the U.S. Naval Academy at Annapolis, but turned it down in order to pursue a singing career. His recording career began in 1916 with the help of Frank Croxton of the Peerless Quartet, and he made solo, duet, and group recordings for all the major labels under his own name, as well as a number of pseudonyms. He was a versatile artist capable of ballads, hymns, dance band refrains, and even children's songs, making a 7-inch Little Wonder record credited as Uncle Lewis. His first recording with the Shannon Four, later the Revelers, was All Aboard for Home Sweet Home, made February 27, 1918. He's easily recognizable in photographs of the group as he's the only one with facial hair, a distinctive mustache. After he retired from singing, James moved to Chicago, where he worked as a production manager at WGN Radio until 1957. Louis James died on February 19, 1959, and is buried at the Forest Lawn Cemetery in Dexter. Here are three solo recordings by Louis James.
can you shoo away your boogie-boo-boo-boo-boogie-boo? Why should Monday be a blues day? It's a fun day, so is Tuesday, if you do the way you ought to do. Oh, troubles may come, don't show them. Right over your shoulder, throw them away, away. When hard luck begins to biff you, you can't beat him to it if you wear your Sunday smile the whole week through. Thank you. 
why your song is sad, never glad. Blue River, Blue River, do you hold the memory of a vanished dream? Sing to me of lips I press and caress. Blue River, Blue River, till the summer hopes go drifting down your stream. Can't we both forget that bright summer night in our little canoe? When our blue eyes lost their light as we whispered adieu. When I hear your lonesome song, something's wrong. Blue River, Blue River, maybe it's because I'm just as blue as you. Something baby face I'm up in heaven When I'm in your fond embrace I didn't need a shock Cause I just fell in love With your pretty baby face Thank you. 
quintessential tune of the 1920s, Babyface, sung there by Louis James with the Ipana Troubadours, directed by S.C. Lennon on July 8, 1926, from Columbia 696-D. Babyface was written by Harry Axton, Benny Davis, and was preceded by Gene Goldkett and his orchestra with Blue River, written by Alfred Bryan and Joseph Meyer. Victor 20981 was made September 15, 1927. We begin our tribute to Louis James with Wear Your Sunday Smile, introducing Judy, Who Do You Love? Both were written by Charles Rossoff and Leo Robin for the two-act musical Judy, which opened at the Royale Theater on February 7, 1927, and ran for 96 performances. Columbia 945-D was made in the middle of the run on March 4th. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. It's time once again for another Rapidly Rotating Records vocabulary lesson. This week's word is fatidic. F-A-T-I-D-I-C, meaning of or relating to prophecy. As you might guess, fatidic is related to the word fate and is the Latin word fatum, meaning what has been spoken, combined with the word deseri, meaning to say. Fatidic first appeared in print in 1607. So, here are a couple of rapidly rotating records about fate.
sing. What is the verdict? My fate is in your hands. You're my judge and jury. What do you assure me? What is the verdict? My fate is in your hands. If the charge is loving you, then I'm guilty, dear. Tell me that you love me too, and I'll have no fear. It is you I'm needing, for your love I'm pleading. What is a verdict? My fate is in your hands. My Fate is in Your Hands, written by Andy Rizaf and Fats Waller. Fats recorded it, but I've played his version, so we just heard Vincent Lopez and his orchestra with the vocal by Frank Munn on Hit of the Week 1022, made in January of 1930, and released to newsstands on Thursday, February 27th. Before that, Paul Whiteman and his orchestra with Fate, subtitled It Was Fate When I First Met You, written by Byron Gay. Take two of four from January 18, 1923, was issued on Victor 10916. You gotta love any record with siren whistle, and there were two violinists, Paul Whiteman and George Tordy, who has heard on at least 15 other Whiteman records. Well, we just had a couple of songs about fate in general, but here are some others about fates that befell some specific people. Not many years ago A young man started out in life A life of sin and woe Now Kenny Wagner was his name A bandit bold and free He shot down Sheriff McIntosh Then he went to Tennessee It was there they captured Kenny And they put him in the jail There was no one to help him out, no one to go his bail. But Kenny broke the jail one night and he made his getaway. 
he thought that he could go through life and never have to pay. was out in Texarkana where Kenny met his fate. A woman sheriff called his hand and he pulled his gun too late. They took him back to stand his trial right where the deed was done. And then the judge to Kenny said, no more you'll pull your gun. For Kenny Wagner broke the law and he threw his life away. And now behind the prison wall he'll live till judgment day. Oh, people do take warning and heed this good advice. Don't ever break the laws of God or you will pay the price. Bright summer's day 
they sailed away, smiling and laughing at fear. Now many a heart is breaking, aching with love oh so great. For each sweetheart and son, a hero everyone, touched by the hand of Saturday evening about the hour of ten in a little mining town where trouble did begin. Everybody there were drinking, there were whiskey everywhere. Dear Lee got to thinking he had no business there. Carter Family with The Fate of Dewey Lee, written by Patriarch A.P. Carter, recorded May 8, 1935, issued on Perfect 13153-A. On January 31, 1931, Dewey Lee was shot at a party in the Wise County, Virginia community of Ramsey, 
and Joe Jenkins was eventually convicted for the killing. Newspaper reports said Lee pulled a gun while arguing with another man, and as Jenkins fought to disarm Lee, the gun went off. Other accounts mentioned competition between Jenkins and Lee over a woman, and some locals thought the party was a trap for Lee. In any case, Jenkins' claim of self-defense failed to sway the court, and he was sentenced to five years in prison. The 680-foot-long airship USS Shenandoah was christened in 1923, its mission to produce airborne surveillance for the U.S. Navy. It embarked on test flights across the U.S. in 1924, and in 1925 was to tour state fairs in the Midwest. On September 3rd, it was destroyed when it was hit by an early morning squall in southeast Ohio and crashed killing 14 of the 43 men on board, including the captain and four other officers. By October 16th, lyricist Don Drew and composer Eugene Spencer had written a song about the crash, and George Renault, the blind musician of the Smoky Mountains, was in the Brunswick studios recording The Hand of Fate, accompanying himself on guitar, issued on Vocalion 15182. You'll be hearing more from George Renault when he gets his own birthday segment next May. Before George Renault, we heard from Vernon Dalhart, credited as Al Craver, on Columbia 15109-D, telling the story of William Kenneth Wagner, better known as Kinney. The Fate of Kinney Wagner was written by Carson Robison, who plays guitar on that November 8, 1926 recording, on Columbia 15109. Dalhart plays harmonica, and Murray Kellner is the violinist. Contrary to the song, Kenny Wagner didn't spend the rest of his life in jail, and there's plenty more to his story, which you can look up online if you're so inclined. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon. Last week, July 24th, marked the release in 1952 of the iconic American Western film High Noon, starring Gary Cooper. Ever wonder why 12 p.m. is called noon? Well, the word noon comes from the Latin nana ora, or ninth hour. In medieval times, noon fell at 3 p.m., nine hours after a monk's traditional rising hour of six o'clock in the morning. Beginning in the 12th century, the meaning of noon came to be synonymous in English with midday, and its timing eventually changed from 3 p.m. to 12 p.m. Anyway, here's a set of rapidly rotating records about noon.
yearning for you. Time wasting away in my blue room. Morning, noon, and night yearning for you. And you're dancing on the grave of love I'll stay in the rain Because I remain the slave of love Thoughts driving me mad in my blue room Morning, noon and night Yearning for you
the Knickerbocker Orchestra under the direction of Eddie Elkins with I Want You Morning, Noon, and Night, introducing Little Partner of Mine, both written by Gus Edwards. Take four from the November 22, 1921 session was issued on Columbia A3533. Before that, one of the more than 1,100 theater-related works by Franz van Suppe, Selections from Morning, Noon, and Night in Vienna, performed by the Edison Concert Band on an Edison two-minute gold-molded cylinder number 154, released in 1902. And, of course, you recognize that tune as the subject of the 1959 Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes cartoon, Baton Bunny. We started that high noon segment with Ben Selvin and his orchestra with Morning, Noon, and Night. Louis Alter wrote the tune, and the Arthur Swanstrom lyrics were sung by Jack Miller. Columbia 2789-D was recorded July 5, 1933. Last week, July 28th, marked the birth in 1905 in Little Rock, Arkansas, of Winston Collins Tharp to William J. Tharp, an auditor, and Catherine Collins. He was better known, and many of his credits appear as Winky Tharp. He had his first birthday segment a couple of years ago with very little personal or professional information, and I've found a bit more since, but none having to do with his musical career in the 1930s. At the time of the 1940 census, Tharp was living in Queens and working as a flower salesman, and in 1942, during World War II, he served as a stenographer and typist at Fort Jay on Governor's Island, New York. On March 24, 1943, Tharp married Ruth B. Hemmerberger in Manhattan, and they had two sons, Winston C. Tharp, Jr. and Ellis William Tharp. By 1950, he had moved back to Arkansas and was working for the state tax office as an auditor. Tragically, Winston Tharp died from a self-inflicted gunshot to the head on May 3, 1961 in Little Rock, and is buried in Roselawn Memorial Park alongside his wife Ruth, who survived him by 48 years. In addition to the three songs from his last birthday segment, he also wrote or co-wrote these. Beautiful story by Arthur Wright. 
night was lighting the candles And all was quiet and still The wind was walking on sandals Chapel bells on a hill At close of day in Janeiro The moon was resting above I came to pray in Janeiro And said goodbye to my love An old cathedral in Rio An angel kneeling in white The choir was singing a hymn to love For she was wedding that night I saw the ring on her finger there I knew she wasn't for me An old cathedral in Rio where My heart forever will be I'm through with you, old square face. Ain't gonna get me again, no sir. Ain't gonna get me again.
Swayfi, what you keep hanging around for? What's that you say? It's time to begin? Well, just once more. Might as well bring those pink elephants in. Man, I'm feeling low, old square face. You know, you got me again. Yes, sir. You really got me that time. Despite the title, Don't Panic, that's just Mez Mesro and his swing band with The Panic Is On, written by Bert Clark, George Clark, and Winky Tharp. Bluebird B-6319 was recorded March 12, 1936, a week after Connie Boswell's recording, and about six weeks after Fats Waller's. Before The Panic Is On, we heard Squareface. Winky Tharp wrote the lyrics, sung there by Wingy Manone, and Gene Gifford wrote the music, played there by Gene Gifford and his orchestra, on May 13, 1935. It was issued here on Victor 25065, 
but we heard the British pressing on HMV B8374. Nat Ganella and his Georgians also recorded it for Parlophone the following year. We began our salute to Winky Tharp with A Cathedral in Rio, written by the trio of Sammy Kay, Rafael Hernandez, and Winky Tharp. That was a swingin' sway with Sammy Kay from Victor 27257-B, made December 11, 1940. Well, guess what? Once again, we've got time for one more. We just heard about a cathedral in Rio, and you may have heard the news story yesterday that the reconstruction of the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris reached an important milestone. In the countryside in eastern France, 285 pieces of carefully carved oak from trees at least 100 years old were assembled in complex patterns to complete the 60-foot shaft, the heart of the cathedral's 300-foot spire. It will now be transported to Paris to be placed on the roof of the cathedral, with work on the rest of the spire to continue until the end of the year. So, with best wishes to everyone working to reopen the Cathedral of Notre Dame to the public in 2024, here's a tune about another cathedral, the Cathedral in the Pines. down the aisle in that little old cathedral in the pines when a baby filled their nest he was taken to be blessed in that little old cathedral in the pines he grew up and joined the choir where the organ played each day And he found his heart's desire In a girl who came to pray Once again the wedding bells Will softly peal And while you and I Before the altar kneel I will hold your hand in mine As they did in auld lang syne In that little old Cathedral in the pine. 
Eddie Howard with George Olson and his music and Cathedral in the Pines, written by Charles and Nick Kenny. That's from Decca 1785A, recorded April 20th, 1938. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always... I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>